0: All right, we're going. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Starting Lineup Podcast. My name is Adrian, and today I'm going to have a guest on. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. His name's Gabe. He's uh, an accomplished lifter. He's a hardworking guy. He's going to pursue a kinesiology degree in the fall. So I wanted to have him on and talk to him about, you know, the, the world of fitness and, and, you know, where he stands with it and
1: stuff. So, uh, Gabe? Uh, hey, guys. My name name's uh, Gabe Raviles. If you guys want to go check out my Instagram account at Gabe4__33. And, well, today we're just going to be talking about, you know, some fitness goals, some helpful tips from questions you guys might have had. Uh, okay, yeah, so
0: me and Gabe both did a, a little Instagram question questionnaire on, obviously on Instagram. And um, we asked people different questions, you know, what they, whatever they wanted to ask us. I mean, we both have fitness pages, so, you know, it was cool to see what people wanted to see. And um, one of my good buddies, he asked, you know, what, a, what the best protein is to take. And, um, when I saw that question, I thought, look, there's obviously like higher quality proteins and there's obviously like, you know, more expensive ones and all that. But the biggest difference I see when taking extra protein and stuff like that is when you take it, you know, you can take it when you wake up, you can take it when you fall asleep, but I, I find it more effective when you take it before and after workouts, you know, so it's more so the way you take it. Than what you take and how you take it, you know, because, like, for him, he can not lift all day and then drink a fuck ton of protein or eat a fuck ton of protein, and it wouldn't necessarily make much of a difference as opposed to what he would get when he's drinking the protein at the right time, you know, and I I think. The biggest difference with with a very untalked-about thing when talking about protein and and, and the diet is when you eat it and how you eat it, you know? Um, You need to consistently metabolize. You need to do stuff like that. And for him to just... It's not necessarily about what you take, but it's when you take it and how you take it, what you do with what you take,
1: you know? Yeah. So, like, for you, like, when do you usually take yours? When I usually take mine is... Well, to start off, when I buy, like, a protein, I will not see it, like, as my go-to, like, life savior for everything, as my protein needs. I'll just use it, like how you said last time, it's a supplement, you know, just to replace whatever you're missing in, like, your protein grams and stuff. Yeah. So, I'll usually take it in the morning. I'll take one scoop, and, you know, I'll make my meals. I'll have some high-protein meals that'll help me get to my protein go throughout the day easier and then i'll take one either when i finish working out or just as soon as i'm about to go to sleep take one Feel all right yeah hey, i fucking i wish i could
0: just take protein whenever like i wish i wasn't like trying to fucking cut weight so i can just be like you know fuck it on protein shake and you know, i'll drink it and <laughs> shit but I should. Just... yeah there, there's there's so much that comes into every aspect of lifting like when it goes into diet, you know, there's, there's so much that goes with it. Like, it's not just, okay, eat vegetables, chicken, and rice. Like, you really need to find what you like. You need to find when to take it. You need to find what's convenient with you and how that fits into what you work out with and when you work out. It's... Lifting is... It's, it's so much more complicated
1: than what people think, you know? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, it's like... like... It's crazy because you could just go in, lift something, and think you're making progress. But there's literally so many, like, doors you have to go through. You have to unlock this, unlock this. If you want to look a certain way, you have to do certain things. Yeah. Another uh, thing I wanted to ask you
0: was, you know, th- there's a certain stigma that comes with people who are, like, rad gyms and gym culture and stuff. What do you think is, like, the most common misconception that you, you see from being someone who's an accomplished lifter? with someone who doesn't lift at all, like, what do you think they think of you, you know? Like, what's a common misconception of mm-hmm. you... a lifter? Yeah, like, you know, there's a lot of people who aren't into gym culture at all, and they have this this stigma of, of what lifters are and, you know, how flamboyant they are and, you know, how loud and, like, rambunctious they are. Um, what do you think the common misconceptions are of lifters? You know, what, you know, they think is what people think lifters are, and what they really are. Oh,
1: well, first of all, they probably think that they're like some type of meatheads that are just going to be mean to them or something. <laughs> or what a, re- a lifter really is is, you know, you're making time of that day to better your body when you could rather, trust me, it's easy. It's so <laughs> easy just to sit down and watch, play video games, <laughs> eat, Especially now since we can't do anything, you know, people have been like getting out of control. They eat so much. Prices has dropped. So I fucking done these. Yeah, like, and and you know that's just like a, like a good form of like self discipline, and you just gotta like, it takes a lot a lot of discipline in order to for a lifter to you know stick to a routine and go on about their life because they have so many other stuff going on too and it's just at the end of the day everybody wants to look the best they can they wake up and they're like what the hell you know like why are my biceps bigger why is my chest what's up with my you know my belly fat why isn't it why is it not down and lifters you know like they they're specialized in that you know and they're just you know Carving themselves up, doing everything they can, sacrificing, yeah. et, cetera et cetera, Um.
0: cetera. Th- there'd be so many times where, like, I'd be in fucking fifth period, and I'd just pull out a pack of tuna and I'd just eat it, you know? Yeah. And people look at me like, the fuck is this guy's problem? You know what? I'm fucking <laughs> shaping my my shaker bottle, and, uh, you know, it's making a bunch of noise, and everyone's like, this guy's a fucking asshole. And they're like, what are you doing that? And it's, well, I, I need to eat, you know? But you know they think of that and they think like oh look at this asshole but really like there's a reason to that you know like i need to consistently metabolize like i need to eat every 2 hours you know like i need to eat this type of food to fuel myself for the gym i go to in 2 hours you know and they see that and you know they they think of me as you know obnoxious and all that but they don't understand the the discipline that goes behind that you know i need to carry the the container of protein i have in my fucking bag you know i need to carry the 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 tuna i have and i need to carry like the silverware and all that shit like i need to carry my fucking gym bag everywhere which is you know fucking heavy so i think they see the things that we do and it seems outlandish and it seems like it's fucking ridiculous you know but they don't really understand why and you won't understand why even if you explain why unless you're there you know unless you do it yeah like they're gonna be like really you couldn't wait 40 minutes to drink that fucking protein shake. You have to or shake it we, now. We got lunch in a couple minutes. Bells about yeah. ring. You really got to do that? <laughs> it's like, no, like I fucking have to. Like I'm doing this by like a time <laughs> thing, you know? Like me, I'm very specific on, on you know, the times I eat, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I want to eat usually about three hours before I lift or like maybe two hours into my lifting. Like I'm very particular in what I eat and how I feel before I lift. And also like with my fasting hours and stuff like I never want to go a minute over because if I go a minute over, I'll go two minutes over and then 10 minutes over, you know? So it's the more you push it and the more you give yourself, you know, the more non-disciplined you're going to be, you know, the more leeway you give yourself, the harder it's just going to be, you know, and you're just, you're ultimately screwing yourself. So, you know, people think that, you know, a lot of lifters are, they're, they're self-centered as well, you know, because they see all these posts on Instagram about us flexing and, you know, they see us in the fucking mirror And they see us, like, you know, showing our shit off. Because when you build yourself, like, the literal saying bodybuilding into its very definition, like, you're building and you're sculpting your body into what you want it to be, you know? And all the things done in the dark and all the things that no one sees is so huge compared to what you post.
1: Yeah, and it just... The self-esteem comes along with it, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Everybody wants that confidence. And as soon as you get that confidence, you know, it's the greatest feeling ever. And once you start getting more confidence and more and more and more, you know, you want to show people, look like, look what I did. They might not give a shit, but, you know, you to yourself, you know, like, I fucking grinded to do this. And you, out of all people, you know how long I was stuck at two plates in a twenty five. No, yeah. Or I, not even that. I was stuck at two plates and two tens. Yeah, and as soon as I started, you know, meal prepping, doing all that, and exactly what you said, you know, like, oh, look at this asshole. <laughs> I felt so weird putting out, a, like, food out of my, like, cooked food out of my bag, you know. M- usually it'd be, like, you know, the typical foods they saw at school, like chips, you know. All the good shit, you know. All the shit you want to eat. Yeah, all the good shit. So I felt weird bringing out a, a plate of food onto my like desk and just eating and I would just try to finish it as quick as possible so people could stop looking at me (laughs) and when I started doing that and I guarantee you I cannot make this up my lips went up so much I did not want to be eating that much (laughs) that much protein like fuck you know that shit gets you so full It's just too overwhelming, but (laughs) as soon as I, like, started making little tweaks here and there, I went from benching 255, and now I'm benching 315. Yeah. And, you know, to most people, that might be like, all right, you know, like, who fucking cares? This dude can bench three plates. All right, good for you. But for me, like, that took so much time, and it just makes me that much more proud of it because... I could have easily lost my gains throughout this whole quarantine, but I stuck to it. You know, I come over here, grind my ass off and just one day came to the next. I was like, fuck it. Throw that shit on. (laughs) I hit it. Self-esteem just keeps coming more and more.
0: Yeah. And I think that's interesting. You know, obviously, like with all the things I post and all the things I say about like lifting and all that. You know, it's easy to not give a shit, and I understand that. But I think that there's, like, a very large disconnect from lifting and, and, and most of society. You know, or not even necessarily lifting, but just fitness in general, you know. And, like, I think when your physical well-being is overshadowed by body positivity, I I think it reaches a, a hurtful area, you know. Because... You know, your body is important. You know, you're given one body from the moment you're born to the moment you die, and you determine what you do with that body the entire time. You know, so it, you could very easily again just sit on your fucking ass and do nothing, and you know, eat eat terrible food. But I I I lose where it's it's a lost art to perfect your body. You know, like there there is a bad side of lifting. And, you know, that's that's definitely true. But I feel like for most people, it's it's literally just perfecting your body and becoming a better person physically and, you know, mentally and, and, and spiritually, you know, and um, I feel like it's lost. Like, I feel like most people don't care about fitness as much as they should, you know,
1: yeah. like
0: they go through their entire life and, and they really don't care what their body looks like.
1: And it's around them throughout their whole life, too. You know, when yeah. you're in school. You have that PE class for a reason, you know, it's to introduce you into, you know, like a getaway for stress, mm-hmm. you know, it's introducing you to that. And that what you just said is that one of the main reasons why I want to become a personal trainer, you know, to yeah. so help people in mental health look their best, just, pr- um, mm-hmm. sorry, improve their confidence. And, yeah. you know, why not? And that's another misconception, you know, like. There could be someone with an amazing body, you know, and then you could be over here you know with a body that just say you're fat, you, you know, be You fucking have fat, you yeah, know, like, you, <laughs> have, you have love handles and yeah. shit. and you, you know, I handles. I still have them, you know. Yeah, i to grab handles, my ass you know? off to get them to get them off of me, most people do. Yeah, and you know, and you see a person you're like and you know, your go-to is just to like criticize them. And you're like oh well, look at this asshole like why does he look like that why can i look like that but people don't understand that he's been at it for like say from age 13 he could be the age 28 he hasn't stopped yeah. throughout those years yeah. and it takes years. he just he just keeps going and going and he's still not done you know he'll continue to do that for as long as he can and people just criticize so quick and the thing is, they give up on themselves too easily. Yeah. They'll be one month in, two months in. They'll get some results, but things just get too hard and they'll give up. And, you know, not everybody's perfect and nobody's the same. But it just you just got to really grind for that shit, you know? Why do you think that people give up so quickly? You know, even if
0: they do see progress, you know, they see weight loss and they see muscle building... Why do you think it's so
1: easy for people to go to the gym for two weeks and then quit? Well, you could either have financial problems or, you know, any type of problem that just gets in their way and it just distracts them completely from literally going one one hour or maybe just 30 minutes a day going to their local gym and just, you know, trying to perfect themselves 0.5% more. Yeah. Um, see, like, and I get that, but you know, me have
0: having a job like in the past and stuff, and me like having school and having all these extra stuff that I have to worry about. You know, you still find time. You know, it doesn't have to be a three hour fucking bench press session. You know, it doesn't have to be if you don't have to go to the gym. You know, you can you can run, you can do pull ups and sit ups and stuff like or you know sit ups and push ups and all that, and you can do that at home. You know, you don't need anything for that. Like. Uh, I just, it's so different to me that, you know, people don't find that time, you know?
1: It's also, they can't really find the motivation for it either.
0: Yeah. And that's why I started my page, you know? Um, Because I wanted it to be accessible and I wanted it to be, you know, like, easy for people, you know? Because I feel like a lot of people, they want to start, but they don't know where, they don't know how. So starting my page, you know? Me being a guy that goes to the same school as them, you know, they see if I can fucking do it, then, you know, why can't they, yep. you know, so they they might go out and they might run one day and that'll trickle into two days and continue, 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 you know, because they see what I can do. They
1: can do it, too, you well, know, maybe they do already do that. And going back to his question about which proteins good, you know, maybe he does already work out. Maybe he does has his own routine, but they could just come to us. And ask us, you know, maybe, like, tweak them up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, um, positive criticism. Sorry. And um, going back to the protein, me personally, um, lately I've been drinking uh, ghost whey protein. And it's the flavor Chips Ahoy. And I got referred to it by Adrian (laughs) and by another friend. And... I had the chance to buy it, but instead I bought um, some vegan protein that wasn't really that good. Fucking (laughs) idiot. You're like (laughs) Kai Green trying to be vegan for a week and shit. No, and then, well, I finally got into the Chips Ahoy, and I guarantee you it (laughs) will not disappoint. That's the only protein I've stuck with and drank so consistently, like day by day. Because usually it'll take me like months and months. You know, I'll probably drink one. I'll drink drink one scoop of protein per week because it just tastes so bad. (laughs) And you could add so much stuff to it, but with this one, you could drink it by itself, and it'll taste amazing. And if you add more like good stuff, just doesn't get it. Just get keeps getting better, you know. (laughs) But that's my take on, you know, the type of protein. Um.
0: Uh, one of the things that i've noticed especially with the younger people is like you know they they do quit the gym a lot earlier and i wonder if that's just because that's how things are now you know everything is so instantaneous you know like you always want faster wi-fi you know you want drive through you want you know you're always on your phone everything is so instantaneous now everything is so urbanized which is a good thing you know In, in its own right um but um when you don't get those results super quick, you know? Because, you know, millennials and, and, and everything from here on out, they're so used to get everything right now. It's always right now, like, let's just do it, like, get it done. But with lifting, like, there is no fucking secret sauce unless you're on fucking Roy's, you know, unless you're on Synthol and all that. So it is a process, you know? Like, it takes years and years and practice and and, and it takes hours at the gym and it takes, you know... Finding your own types of meals. You know, I've been lifting consistently for about five years now. And, or, yeah, just about five. You know, since I started freshman year. But um, I'm barely finding what I like to put into my food and shit, you know? Like, it's a process. You know, you're so used to getting everything right now. I think it's so easy to quit because, you know, you're a month into it. You've been busting your ass. you fix your diet. And, yes, you're going to see differences. But it's not going to be... As much as you want, you know, because it's unrealistic, you know, and you're so and people aren't used to having that, you know, they're not used to having to work so much for fucking years to have one thing done, you know,
1: Yeah.
0: like, it's, that's just, I mean, it's kind of crazy, you know, it, it is fucking hard, like, it's hard to, to bust your ass for so much, or for so long, and you still don't have all the results you want. Like, I've been living for five years, you know, I've been doing all this, I've been really... Dieting and busting my ass hard for about five, six months now And I'm nowhere close to where I want to be, you know, so those are hard. Those are a hard six months But yet I still want more, you You know,
1: could easily just call it quits right now.
0: No. Yeah, and this isn't necessarily a thing to like Be braggadocious of what I've accomplished But this is more of like kind of sympathizing with the people who do quit and understanding why, you know, they're so used to everything right now But this is lifting is something that takes so long, you know, so you can't blame them. But if there's anything that someone who's on the fence about it right now listening, it would be to just fucking do it. You know, just just if you really want it, you know, it's your life. It's your body. You do whatever you want with it. But if you want to better it, you got to be consistent. It is hard. Every second is hard. It is not easy. You know, it's not even fun sometimes. You know, sometimes it's fucking terrible, but I guarantee you when you hit a milestone and and you see this amazing growth in yourself spiritually, you know, you feel and and physically you feel you feel liberated and you want to keep on going, you know, so brand new person. Yeah, you're a fucking brand new person, you know. So if you are getting into lifting and and you're kind of at that stage where it's or lifting and fitness or whatever, and you're at that stage where like this sucks, you know, I don't want to do this like I'm not seeing any any like goals what i always tell people is to set a goal you know whatever whatever that goal would be you know if it's completely outlandish or you know reasonable in the next couple months set that goal work your ass up until you get to that goal and once you're there you're set you hit that one big goal and there is nothing you want to do but improve
1: yeah you're just gonna keep wanting more and more and more because mm-hmm.
0: so you're invested now like now is part of your lifestyle. You know, you've been doing it for three plus months, and now, like, your body needs it. You need to work out or else you don't feel good, you know? If I don't work out for three days, I feel sick. Yeah. I don't feel right, you know? Like, now, I, now I'm eating bad foods and, you know, like, you, you need to set that goal once you get there. You want to strive for more.
1: That's all lifting really is, you know? And... It doesn't even have to be just by yourself, you know. Grab a friend, grab, Mm -hmm. you know, just someone that you know is going to push you and, you know, that's really going to challenge you to get you to that next step. And I know, like, working out by yourself, you know, sometimes it could be good for you, you know, just let out that stress. But say you're having problems, you know, just grab a friend, you know, invite them to go to the gym with you once. They'll probably, you could probably put them on, and from there you both can... You know, help each other achieve achieve each other's goals and, you know, never know. A lot of things come from this lifestyle. Yeah. And, look, a lot of people don't need to reach
0: the level of prowess that we do, you know? You know, I don't want to sound like I got a big fucking ball sack right now, but, you know, I I am a pretty damn good lifter, you know? I'm at about 175 body weight, benching up to the 365s, you know? I'm squatting in the 500s, like... I'm up there, you know, I'm a pretty strong guy, I'm invested, like, I'm pretty knowledgeable when it comes to all this. Not everyone needs to do that, you know? Not everyone needs to squat fucking double their body weight. No one needs to, to do all this shit. Like, if you can just better yourself physically by going on a run, or maybe occasionally hitting the gym, you know? But you do fix your diet and stuff like that. Like there is literally nothing bad to come from it it is only good you you feel better you look better like you you perform better everything is better once you do this you know w- w- what's the worst that could possibly happen you're sore or maybe you do you don't go out to a party because you're at the gym you know that's not necessarily a bad thing either you know like you're building yourself you're building that independence and that that you know,
1: you're setting yourself away from everyone else.
0: Yeah, you're building that structure in your life that you need. You know, and at the same time, you're you're growing as a person. You know, not only metaphorically but literally.
1: You know, you're you're growing. Yeah, and like for those that, cause there's some people that I've seen, like there at my school, and the ones that ask me questions on my Instagram. You know how you guys want. Like you want to tone the back, a slim waist. You want a bigger chest. You want your triceps. You know, those are all little things. And I've seen like some of you guys, and you guys are not far away from it. Like you guys are right there. You guys just gotta keep going. You know, find other outlets. You know, improvise. You know, I know shit's not open right now, and I know like a lot of people have been buying. A lot of people that I know have been buying like you know home gyms. You know weights. And, you know, maybe you do have some laying around, you know, just push yourself, get that shit, you know, really emphasize, focus into that one body part you want. Yeah, and you really don't need that
0: much. I mean, like like I said earlier, me and you are at a different level now where, you know, push-ups won't do as much, you know, so that's why we do invest in protein and we do invest in fucking weights and shit and, like, all that. But for most people like push-ups are gonna do it sit-ups are gonna do it just jogging around the neighborhood is gonna do it like if you can start now and get your your cardiovascular strength up and get your muscles like you know blood flowing get all that stuff ready by the time the gyms open you're gonna be ahead of everyone else or at least who is in your position you know if you can start off now with just push-ups sit-ups running and all that when the gyms do open you're good to go you you know you're ready like you're physically fit you're you can continue more if you want but if you're just looking for a nice tone and all that stuff diet and and simple exercises like that will get
1: you there you know for those people who are still building and you just can't you just can't be at it like just for like a little while you know say your diet is good and you just do a couple here and there you know like no like once you start that you just have to keep going yeah and um
0: you know there's a uh, analogy that you know the the walk of a 1000 miles starts with one step and all that um it's true you know it uh it starts off with you know having one good meal you know instead of having a cheeseburger and then now uh, you feel you feel good you feel light you feel you know you feel energized and then Maybe you you decide to go for a run, you go for a run, and then you get hungry again, and then you eat another good meal, and then you just keep on feeling good and then it continues and then you know you feel good after that run, you feel like your mind is cleared, you're letting off endorphins, you know there is a science behind feeling good after a workout, you know so that continues Either you go for another run the next day and then the next day, and then you ate a burger, and then you're like, "Holy shit, I ate a burger, I feel terrible, and now I don't want to run." So now you don't hit a burger again, you know, at least for for a while. And that's
1: so when you, hit a, you just a, continue. Like an obstacle and you just keep eating bad. You keep doing wrong decisions. Yeah. It's it's a process.
0: It's it's that's what people don't understand, you know? Like they 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 set these goals and say, "Okay, in 1 year I'm going to be lifting 315."
1: And how much of that year are you actually going to get through?
0: Yeah. And what even i'm guilty of and i think everyone is guilty of is they have that end goal in mind that is it all they're thinking of is 315 that is it you know but for so for people it's it's what about 170 or 275 what about 135 you know you need to enjoy the journey while you're on it you know because if you have this big goal in mind the entire time you know, you're, you're thinking of the end result and you're not thinking of the consistency that goes with it, you know, because you can say, oh, okay, well, I have a year. Okay, now I have 10 months. Now I have eight months, you know, you can't, you can't do that, Like you can't have that one goal in mind and then separate yourself from that goal, you know, you need to set little goals here and there to achieve, you know, like for you, you know, you wanted to get the 275, like you're, it, it. You can't forget the 255. No, nope. You know, you,
1: you, you have to go through that. I you know? couldn't forget it. <laughs> yeah. Like... I couldn't forget it for months. And I honestly felt like such a bitch when I was there. <laughs> like, you know, you once you get those moments where you're just like, what the fuck? You know, like, why am I not there? And I was, you know, my process took so long, you know. You know, and everybody's different. Their process can be quick, you know. You guys can, like, get strong quick, build quick, lose you know fat quick but for me it just took so damn long and once i achieved that little goal i just wanted more so i kept adding you know another five pounds another five pounds until i I got here and one day i was just like fuck it throw on the 315 why the fuck not yeah it's you can't get caught up in in the very end goal because there's so much there's so many little steps that it takes to get there. Yeah, you know? and also say um that one lift we do that you know, we didn't we did not that long ago how, when we do our body weight for 210 reps. Oh yeah. That yeah. first time it was fucking, you know, rough. It was fucking <laughs> horrible. Yeah. It got to a point where spotting wasn't even helping anymore, you know. <laughs> and I was only able to get up to like my probably 10th set. You got to 10? I I don't fucking remember, dude. And Something I would, low. I would, I, would, I would... Yeah. I wouldn't even get close to even hitting my 100 reps and I would already be dying. And... um, Not that long ago, I pushed it and without even knowing, you know, just with a couple of days of just pure, like, hard work, cardio, and just training hard, I moved my... Failure set up to 14 And now that's my failure set And you know I'm pretty sure we both want to get The 210 without no spot And just you know bang them all out You know and it's not a lot of weight And you see it's not a lot And that's not ego lifting either You know we're just tossing around Maybe a plate 210's a plate 25 Yeah it's not much We're not tossing around 2 plates 2 plates 35 you know 315 It's just that like we set those goals now because we've gotten our bench maxes we've gotten our squat maxes and now we want to see like what we're actually made of and what we can actually accomplish yeah um for those of you that don't know it's it's uh, a gauntlet that we do where
0: we we bench our body weight with an accumulative 210 reps um we start with one set it's a total of 20 sets so the first set is one rep the second set is two reps and so on and so forth, all the way till we get to twenty reps. So um, you know, that's that's the 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 workout we're referencing. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a fucking journey, you know. It's it's a fucking struggle. Um, I'm at set eighteen, until I failed. Uh, I I failed at nineteen. Um, I started off at that I think eleven, you know. And, you know, you just got to build your fucking way up, you know? And I'm not to 20 yet. You know, neither of us have finished it completely. Mm-hmm. Like, we always finish it, but we never do it without at least one or two sets of fucking getting spotty. And you, you know? didn't even know you
1: are going to get 18, huh? Yeah, you just got to keep on going.
0: It was just a good day, you know? Yeah. It's, but we've been doing that for what? Like, fucking four weeks?
1: Yeah.
0: We've been doing it for a long time, you know? And um, it's the same workout pretty much relatively the same weight you know we, we've dropped our body weight quite a bit uh, at least like 5 10 pounds here and there so um you know the weight that we're benching has dropped but ultimately it's it's not a an astronomical difference you know it's it's still pretty close
1: to and where we started the reason we use that workout is you know to make our asses lose weight because yeah <laughs> you don't want I was tossing around from the first time... You're 95, um, right? Yeah, I was I was doing 195. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And he was over here, you know, doing his sets like nothing. I was at 85 but, at the time. Yeah, but, you know... Yeah. That that weight still makes a difference. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, like, fuck that. I don't want to do it. So I might have just dropped, like, 10 pounds. Because I went from... I think it was 200 to 189. And I was like, I was so damn happy. And I was like, fuck yeah, you know, let's try it. And it was still hard the second time around. And just this last time, without without even knowing, you know, just a normal day, you know, going about my day, usual routine. He tells me he wants to do the gauntlet. And I was like, fuck it. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> and it was literally, I kid you not, one of the best benching sessions I've ever had. Yeah, and it's it's a fucking process, you know. it's, And
0: other aspects fall into that you know it's you know how you how you ate that day you know if you had enough carbs that fucking day or if you ate a big fucking meal if you had too many carbs and, and you feel sluggish you know mm-hmm. so there's so much that goes into that and um also the fucking way we lost you know you know he started off at fucking 200 and had to work his way down to right now he he's doing 185 uh, i started at 185 and i'm down to 175 you know and um you know, if I, if I just stay undisciplined and I have, you know, a burger and fucking pancakes and all that shit one day, then the next day I might be one fucking 187 or one, and if I'm 187, I'm going to round that to one, 190, you know, and I'm, now that's what I need to, or I mean, 180, and now that's what I need to bench, you know? So not only is it a hard workout that kills the fuck out of your chest, it really gut checks you too, but it keeps you disciplined too. Like, it doesn't give you any leeway to just gain a bunch of weight or to gain any weight because, you know, with with the numerical system, with the weights we have, like, if you're, for, like, my case, if I'm, like, 70, 77, then I'm rounding that to 80, you know? So, like, i got to stay disciplined when it comes to that. So... Yeah, fucking workout kills, man. <laughs> that shit's fucking hard. Um, did you want to go through some of the questions you had on your uh, Instagram thing? Well, I actually did. I I addressed it right now. Oh. Uh-huh. <sighs> no. Nah, yeah. I, I I think the biggest thing with with lifting is um, it's really the diet. More so than actually getting in the gym, you know, because. For me, it's the preparation to the gym that makes the biggest difference, you know? It's the meals I had leading up to going to the gym than actually getting there. Once I'm there, I'm fine. You know, once I'm there, I'll just work out. But if I had too many fucking carbs and I had, you know, a shitty meal before I went to the gym, I'm not going to have that energy. I'm not going to have everything I need to fuel me for fucking two hours of hell, you know? Um, and also getting in there and lifting it and, and being in that environment is, is so much easier than, than cooking your fucking meals for the week, you know? Oh, yeah. And having to go buy your fucking food and doing all that shit. Like that's a very untalked about and unpopular part of fucking lifting, you know, is, is what you have to do in the kitchen
1: more so than what you do in the weight room. And once you find, like, what the things you like, like, the types of vegetables, fruits, you know, greens, you know, plant-based, from there you could just take off, you know. You could be using some of the best things that are good for your body, and that'll just boost you that much into achieving whatever you want to achieve.
0: Yeah, like, again, like I said earlier, dude, I'm barely fucking finding food that I like, you know? I'm barely finding the right mix of fucking protein and and vegetables and I mean I cut out grains you know but I want to get back into that obviously once I start like bulking again but um it di- diet means so much I mean like you can bust your fucking ass in the weight room you can jog ten fucking miles you know you can do all this bullshit but if you eat like shit you're not gonna fucking see anything you know it, it's nah. it's diet means absolutely everything and most people don't have the willpower to eat like shit and then still go to the gym feeling like shit you know like that's just not how people do you know even if you even if you go to the gym feeling like shit you're not gonna perform
1: well you know like you're just not um and it's so easy to eat like shit too because it's so cheap and at five bucks and you can go get a shit ton of junk food with that yeah and you just like i said before like you just gotta have that self-discipline like like me personally i get so many temptations of just you know i have this at my house and i have this at my house why the no one's literally telling me no (laughs) but i literally have to make my mind up and be like all right i'm gonna go you know cook myself up something good You know, eat my way around all the junk food and find good alternatives.
0: Yeah. And that's why I have so much respect for people who have lost all this weight. Um, All these people who are fucking built and you see them at the gym and shit. Because, yes, you know what they did in the weight room. But you know what the fuck they did in the kitchen. And you know what the fuck they did when everyone else was at a party. And they were at the gym, you know, the the level of discipline and sacrifice that it takes to reach that level of prowess
1: is it's insane. And sometimes, you know, next time you go to a gym or if you see someone that, you know, that in your eyes looks like, looks like they know what they're doing, you you know, like they look like, yeah, like they look like a fucking stud, you know, why not ask them like, hey, like, what are some good? You know, food variations instead of just asking for their workout routine straight up, you know. Workout routine, you can make your own, you know. There's Mm -hmm. so many. There's thousands and thousands of workouts you could do. But you could, like you said right now, you could do all those and eat, like, shit. And you could do millions of workouts. And you're not going to do nothing.
0: Yeah. And also, with actual workouts, too... um it depends on, on, on the person, you know, like me with my body type, it's, it's a lot better for me to do fucking high reps, you know, and Gabe, he can probably get away with, with a lower rep or I mean, uh, yeah, lower reps, you know, and with my body type, if I want to lose weight, I I should honestly stay away from the fucking weights, but I'm not going to do that. You know, Gabe can lift all the damn weights he wants. If he wants to lose weight, you know, I really have to have an emphasis, emphasis on conditioning. So your your workout routine might not necessarily work for someone else you know yeah. and vice versa like it's it's not just like oh this guy does this workout i'm going to do that too and get the same results like no you know there's a genetic part that goes into that you know like that's why like there's just so much that goes into lifting that people don't realize like from the diet to the discipline to the supplements to the sleep to the fucking genetics, you know? Sometimes you just don't have good genetics and it sucks, you know? Yeah. Because I don't necessarily have good genetics, you know? Like, I was always a fat fucking kid, you know? I was, a little sh- I was always a little short, fat kid, you know? So, if I want to get any remnants of being fucking lean, like, I'm going to have to really work harder than, let's say, someone like you, you know? Just because I-, I retain more fat than someone like you. You know? You You retain less fat than I do, so... I have to fucking condition more and all that shit if I want to lose weight, you know, and if I want to be at the same body fat percentage as, say, someone like Gabe, you know? So there's there's a lot of things that play a huge part that you can't necessarily control, like genetics, you know? Or, like, your financial situation, you know, if you can't afford a gym, then, you know, you need to work your way around that, you know? And it won't be easy, and no one said it ever will be, but ultimately it's how bad do you want to see those results you know if you want it bad enough you're gonna do it you know you're gonna get there and um for most people who you know for well for people who aren't in college or who aren't in high school and they don't have their lifting classes and their football weights and all that stuff like it's up to you now you know like now it's you telling yourself to get up and lift, not necessarily your coach telling you, you know, and that was the biggest thing for me, you know, because I had gone four years of telling of what my weightlifting coach told me to do and what my football coach told me to do, you know, so now that I'm out of high school and all that, like I need to find what works for me and I need to find what motivates me to do it, you know, because now I don't have a game anymore, you know, nope. like I don't have, I don't have to play Deming in a couple, couple months, you know, like if I want to work out, I need to find my own fucking motivation, you
1: know, I need to find what works for me. Now, the know? good thing about that's you've already had it even when football season was here. Mm. So, you know, just continuing that, you know, if anything, Probably got easier because you ain't got to worry about waking up early. You ain't got to worry about, you know, having to do physical contact every single day, you know, in every practice, especially playing on the (laughs) O-line. You know, you ain't got to worry about that anymore, you know. You just got to worry about getting yourself into a gym, bettering yourself, eating good, sleep, repeat. And the fucking funny thing is I'm literally
0: 45 pounds lighter now. Than I was when I was a fucking offensive lineman. Like, so, Like... Like, when I was in football season, you know, working out every day, like... I'm literally fucking 45 pounds lighter. Which is... Crazy. I guess you need to be big. And since I'm short, like, I need to really be fucking... Stocky. If I want to be on the O-line. Or D-line or whatever. But... Yeah, it's a pass now. And football will always be, you know, a part of my life, like... I, like, even though I don't play it anymore, you know, like it'll always be something I love, because I mean those those guys like you see the dedication they put in and stuff, you know,
1: All like, like that. Sure. Anything. They literally have to almost kill themselves in order. <laughs> yeah. Because there's always gonna be that one guy either trying, that's outworking you, or that's just gonna take your fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh um.
0: I wanted to bring this up. Um, did you know uh, Cam Newton's like a vegan or vegetarian or anything like that?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Well, um, he, uh, he, he transitioned to that um, after the Super Bowl season. And um, since then, like, I've been seeing him get hurt so much, you know? And I wonder how much of that plays into his diet, you know? To be in a sport so physically demanding and being you know vegan like i wonder if that plays any part into it you know maybe you're not building the same muscle fibers that you as you used to mm-hmm. you know like you're not getting the same creatine not the same iron from
1: meat that you would well honestly yeah because hasn't he had like so many like rotator cuff problems and just yeah. throwing on arm yeah um Like, I I understand the
0: health benefits to, like, veganism and all that stuff. But at the same time, like, if you're going to be, like, a bodybuilder or a fucking powerlifter or a fucking NFL quarterback, like, you know, you need me. (laughs) You know, like, not trying to hurt anyone's fucking feelings or anything, but you do fucking need me. You know, humans are fucking, you know, we eat meat, we eat vegetables. Um, like, Kai Green, he's a vegan now. Um... Granted, he's all fucking roided up, you know? <laughs> that dude's all fucking roided up. Um, Cam Newton and, and, you know, a product of that is, in my opinion, is he's, he's been hurt. I mean, when's the last time he played significant significant time, you know? He's been hurt ever since he transitioned to, to being a vegan, you know? He's not getting the same type of nutrients that you would from meat, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, you need that iron. You need that creatine. Like you're just not getting that anymore, you know, and you can supplement for that, but it's not the same, you know, you need to supplement more. And then if you do too much, it's, it's just not good, you know? So I think a big, a big thing for me was finding a balance between vegetables and meat for my diet, you know? And again, now that I don't have any, any grains in there, you know, I need to add those, like I need to build those portions up. Um, that was hard, you know, it's fucking hard finding the right type of food that you need for your body at that time, you know, because I could be eating the same food as I did right now that I did three months ago, but the portions are just so different, you know, Mm -hmm. and you know, you're used to putting, you know, one chicken breast in a meal. Um, but now I can, I can do fine with half a chicken breast, you know, and, and that's the thing about lifting too is. Your body is consistently adapting and your body is consistently changing. So the second you get used to benching 135, Um, let's say, for example, 135, like your body's also getting used to that, you know? Yeah. So you're not going to get any, any stronger if you're just benching 135 consistently, you know? If you're doing the same workout, you know, the same days, the same everything you need to switch it up. You need to shock your muscles. You need to change. You need to adapt with your body, you know? So what you're saying is don't be scared of change. Yeah, that's a good thing, you know? Change yeah. is a good thing. Um like for us like with with the 210 and all that. Like it's it, you know, it's getting easier for a reason. You know, because yeah. of muscle memory, because our bodies are used to that workout, you know? And we still haven't finished it yet, so obviously we're not too used to it. No. But you know we're we're getting there. Um, and that's another big thing about lifting too is, like when you hit your plateau, like you said, you were at what one fifty five trying to get to seventy
1: five. I was at. Or two fifty five trying to yeah, get two fifty five trying to get to, trying to get to that extra ten pounds.
0: Yeah, so you said that you changed your diet yeah,
1: that I you started, added more. I started adding more rice into my diet and i would just go i would go hard in that salad bar we had there at school (laughs) and i would um yeah i would get um brown or white rice depended you know whatever it was or whatever was you know whatever i grabbed first and i would either do fish or chicken and once i started hitting that my maxes came in and I was literally the happiest person in that weight room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's,
0: you, you need to change, you know, your body will adapt. Like, your body will get used to eating, you know, a two ounce piece of chicken, you know. And the more you build, and the stronger you get, and the more muscles, that two ounces is going to be shit, you know. you need to con- You need to adapt with your body, you know. And I think a big part of that is listening to your body, you know. If you're fucking hungry after a workout, it's probably because you need to fucking eat, you know, like you need to listen to your body. And, you know, if the weight is getting a lot lighter and the reps are getting a lot easier, you need to switch it up, you know. Or if you can't hit a max, like for me, I was stuck at 295 trying to get to fucking 300 for like a month, you know, during football. Like I couldn't go up five fucking pounds for like two months, you know. And I I didn't understand why. Like I was still working my ass off. Like I was doing all this. I was doing all that. But you need to change a little bit. You need to change your diet. You know, you need to add more protein. You need to do different workouts. You need to shock your muscles in different ways. So once I did that, I went from 295 to 365, you know, which isn't, which is a good amount of weight. It's a lot of weight. But it's not like a crazy amount of weight because, you know, it's really up there already. Like it's, it's getting hard to build, you know, it's yeah. getting hard to get that max higher. But all that is credited to knowing what to do and knowing how to change, you know, because I could have stayed at 295 for so long. But the second I started to switch my diet and the second I started to switch my my lifting routine in in my own time. Um, that's when I started to see change because I had to shock my muscles and I had to, you know, I had to do something different. And I think that's a big thing because people are so used to getting into, into routines and that's how people work, you know? You get into a routine, you keep that routine because it works. But with lifting, that's not how it works. Your body gets used to it and then your body needs something else to build, you know? And you saw how fucking happy I was when I hit... 300 oh yeah yeah i flip shit <laughs> and it was I've... only five pounds you know <sighs> the only five pounds and i was that was one of yeah. the proudest moments i've ever had in my entire
1: life for those of you who live if you know you know if you don't you don't <laughs> but that five pound increase because it's not literally just five pounds you know you're adding two fives to each side so technically 10 right oh no no it was five pounds it was literally a cookie Oh, for me, it was oh, fucking whoa. cookie. Yeah. you know you're still adding two cookies to each siding, you know, you know, before that, you know, you're just used to adding what you used to add, you know, no cookies on, but just five pounds, point 2.5. Yeah. It literally makes a difference. It, it fucking does. It really does. You know? And I was also watching this Arnold video that, um, praise be. That he was, when he used to train, he would shock his muscles, I don't know how many times, but he said that that his body would literally, like, talk to him and he'd be like, I know once you're done with this heavy bench press, you're going to go do heavy dumbbell flies, or and I know once you're done with that, you're going to go do heavy curls or heavy barbell shrugs, so he was like, you know, I got to switch that up, and... For those of you who know Arnold, he's a fucking... That's... That's God. Yeah, that, that's God. That's my God right there. That's God. And, you know, even for him, you know, he would, in his documentary, he, he would be in college with a shaker cup, protein, you know, at a certain time that he had to, and he would train, shock his muscles, and he still breathes the same air as us. He lives in the same world as us. It's just... He was just that destined to be a badass, like, the way he is. He's willing to put in the fucking work, you know? And, um, you know, that, that
0: guy's story, I mean, he came from nothing, you know? He came from fucking Austria, and he worked his way into America. And, I mean, you saw everything he fucking accomplished, you know? And it's, it's a great fucking story. I think, you know, people who, who are who come from that type of uh, poverty and all that stuff and they come from those hard situations it builds a different level of resilience so when things do get tough you know when when you do have to go to the weight room it's easy now you know like if anything the
1: mental part is done if anything for them going to the weight room is literally the most exciting part of their day yeah and for me i can't express how much how excited i get when i see like a gym or something. Yeah. I I can't make it up. I swear, whenever, like, for example, when a kid sees, like, a playground, (laughs) that's how I am, you know? I just want to, like, go. Yeah. Just go fucking fucking kill myself, you know? (laughs) And, you know, for Arnold, you know, I might not know the guy. I don't. (laughs) And I might not know what he had to go through. Yeah. But, you know, you could learn his story and... You know, if you have a fitness lifestyle, you know the type of drive he must have had Mm -hmm. or the stuff he had to sacrifice or the stuff he had to give up or days where he was sick and literally had to push himself and the days he couldn't skip. You know, you know, off of like knowing that background and knowing that kind of lifestyle, you know what it has to take. And you could think to yourself like, "Fuck that! I don't want to go through what Arnold did." But <laughs> he did it. There's a show named after him. There's competitions named after him. He's in movies. He's a fucking stud. You know. He's just that dude. <laughs> he's that fuck. You know, how I was gonna go to the Omar Classic this year. Huh? Yeah, and then I got fucking canceled.
0: I was gonna go for my birthday. <laughs> but um, yeah, and the way you look at lifting has to change. You know. Like, for me, the way I look at food has changed. Like, if I look at a meal, I'm no longer thinking about, oh, that's a good-looking meal. Like, the first thing that fucking pops in my head is like, okay, how many fucking grams of carbs are in this? How how much protein is in this? How is this going to affect me for the next two hours and how I'm going to feel? Um, how is this going to reset my metabolism? How is this going to feed into my metabolism? Like, when you're when you're invested... And to a point like that, it changes the way you 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 view things you know so now I don't I don't really look at food as like something i I, I like eat necessarily it's it's weird it's it's an arbitrary thing that you know I've kind of like adapted into but I look at food and how it's gonna affect me and and how it's gonna help me build you know like, I look at a burger and I, I no longer see a burger. I think of, like, oh, well, I mean, look at all the fucking carbs in there, you know? But, like, how how is this going to... I look at that burger and I think, okay, well, that's going to reset my metabolism. It's going to shock my metabolism because I'm on a good diet, you know? So, it's, it's completely changed that aspect of my life, you know? Like, more so now than ever because I'm I'm still cutting, you know? I'm still trying to lose weight. So... You have to adapt. Like, that's the biggest thing. You you have to be willing to work. You have to ask questions. And you have to change consistently. You have to, to change the way you sleep. Because then you're not going to recover. And if you don't recover, you don't build. You know? You have to change the way you eat. Because if you don't eat right, you're not going to lift right. And you have to change the way you lift. Because if you lift one way for too long, then it's not going to be as much progress. And then you got to switch it. And you got to switch that. And it, it's consistently going. Like like it never ends for Arnold it never ended you know for all these great lifters and all this stuff it never ends like they have to consistently change you know and you have to be open to change and you have to be willing to go through the growing pains to be able to grow you know it's exactly like a muscle if you want that muscle to grow it has to be sore it has to be sore to grow otherwise it's going to be the same thing every single time you know and it's uncomfortable you know being sore sucks it doesn't feel good you know But for me, I kind of correlate being sore with growing muscle, you know, so it's a positive. But and and this is an aspect this can apply to everything um, in anyone's life. If you really want to grow, you have to be in uncomfortable situations and you have to be in situations that you don't want to be in, but you have to be in to be able to to grow from that. You know, Um, you have to go to the gym for the first time, you know when I went for the first time I was fucking petrified I saw all these fucking big buff dudes pumping fucking iron you know and I was in <sighs> fucking I was a sophomore I think first time I went to the gym and that was fucking scary